That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review? And what's your inbox at? Hi, James. Um, I have not done my weekly review because I'm kind of in the middle of a week that I just got off of being laid. I was laid low with uh, with illness. So um, I'm looking forward, though, to getting caught up. Um, my inbox, same thing. I was not looking at it for a few days, but I'm happy to say that it's not too much worse than it was last week, which is uh, 184 messages unread in all of my inboxes. That's great to hear that you're feeling better. Um, And I was up in Portland at Swift by Northwest, and unfortunately you were under the weather, so we didn't get a chance to, uh, to meet up like we were planning on. Yeah, we had big plans, like and another live show together didn't happen. Oh, well, next time. There will always be next time. Mm-hmm. And I am, I am about to do a weekly review, but uh, it just hasn't quite come up to a week yet. And um, my inbox, I have nine messages. Nice. And speaking of email inboxes, this is the... Mm-hmm. The Maelstrom and Sane Box episode. This is it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so, as we've talked in the past, you have been um, using Maelstrom, and mm-hmm. whereas I've let my Maelstrom subscription go, and I'm using Sane Box. Right. Um, did you want to start and talk a little bit about uh, how you're using Maelstrom? to manage your inbox? Um, sure. And, you know, I do think it's interesting that when we started this process, which was a big focus of our early episodes of the weekly review of could we get rid of our tens of thousands of emails? Um, you were the one who found Maelstrom and I was the one who was using Sandbox. Mm-hmm. And now we have swapped places. Um, but yeah, Maelstrom... I would like to, you know, as a overview of it, it, it basically, it looks at what's in your inbox and it, it puts it into little buckets um, that are filtered better than they are in your mail program and makes it really easy to delete huge swaths of email with a click instead of, um, at least in my experience, you know, find a bunch of emails and then like select them all, then delete them all something like that. But it has some other features that are nice, such as um, it can block email addresses. So you won't ever see an email from that um, that sender again. So for those really annoying people, and you know who you are, you're probably not listening to this show, but somebody who's just checking back uh, after emailing me out of the blue, who doesn't, you know, essentially personal spam uh, emails you can make sure that they stop coming into your email box. Um, 
and then another thing people like about it is that it has um um it it's works with your IMAP mailboxes um where you don't have to sign in you don't have to give Maelstrom your credentials for your email boxes. It uses OAuth, the OAuth two, the um uh the protocol for you giving um Maelstrom permission via, you know, whether it's Google or some other um email provider without actually saying, here's my Google sign in, go to town. Um so uh yeah and you know back to what i think it's really good at is that it pulls your messages together all your inbox messages for all the email boxes that you give it to work with um and it's it will show you a list by sender and with a number by each sender you know who's sent you the most messages that appear at the top and you can easily like just if it's some kind of spam or if it's a newsletter you're never going to catch up on, you can just check the box and hit delete and there goes a hundred emails. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just pretty cool. Um, you can also sort, uh, you can have it view your messages by um, subject line, uh, by people who you've emailed also by size, which if you're having trouble with having two much storage taken up by your email, you might find be able to find some emails with big attachments really easily and delete them. And um, I just find it's got a very quick um, user experience proposition, which is you just sit there and you click delete archive. Sometimes I uncheck things and don't delete or archive them. I leave them in the inbox. I try not to do that very often. Um, you can also click on the the email itself and you can, it shows you the email it contents. So if you can't tell if it's important to you by the subject line or the sender, you can actually read it and then say, Oh yeah, I don't need this thing and click delete then. Or there's even an unsubscribe button um, that you can use to unsubscribe to multiple emails. Um, I haven't had that much experience testing that out. I just feel like, it probably works better to go and unsubscribe, you know, myself. Uh, but who knows? So um, that seems to be a key feature that people like, and I've used it, and it seems to work. And when I first started getting rolling, when I had over a hundred thousand emails in my inboxes across a couple of accounts, um, mm-hmm. I did use Maelstrom. Again, its superpower really is. Um, being able to bucketize and kind of show you in grouped in a variety of ways, your messages in your inbox and then perform bulk actions. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you, you mentioned that you can delete an archive, but you can also move a chunk of items. So Mm -hmm. if you decide that you do want to file emails, like maybe by, by company or by person, it's very easy to move those items directly to like out of your inbox into another into another folder that you have set up mm-hmm. um f- for me that was fantastic when i was initially processing my giant inbox mm-hmm. um but then i gave sanebox a try and 
So Sanebox's main superpower, if you will, is it will set up for each mail account uh, another mailbox called Sane Later. And mm-hmm. you kind of train Sanebox that these are the kinds of emails that I really want to see right away in my inbox. And these are emails that it's not that I want to throw them out or stop receiving them, but I don't need to interrupt my day when they come in. Um, so the idea is that the important emails show up in your inbox and then they'll send you a reminder once a day to go look in the same later box and then you can kind of say, oh, yeah, there's these things that um, I'm either subscribed to or they're not as important, right? So I didn't mm-hmm. need to see them right at the beginning of the, like, as soon as they came in. And I have found that very, very useful in terms of keeping uh, a lot of stuff out of my inbox. But then, of course, you need to remember to go kind of look through that other spot where it has put emails um, to make sure that you aren't missing something important. But it's very simple. If you find something is coming into your inbox that um, you you would prefer gets kind of deferred or put in this other folder, you just have to drag the message to the other place mm-hmm. and SaneBox will notice and it'll update its its internal rules. Similarly, if it's putting something insane later, you can drag it to your inbox and it'll, from that point on, you'll be getting that in the inbox. Um, and so I have found this to be really useful. Um, it definitely has kept my inbox a lot smaller. Um, it also... But the thing that I found was that since Maelstrom only works on your inbox, and then I end up, because of uh, SaneBox, I end up having like nine things in my inbox. Having Maelstrom bucketize nine emails doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Um, so therefore, it didn't really make sense for me to have both. In essence, they're kind of working against each other. Um Sanebox right. is trying to keep as much out of your inbox as possible right up front, but then Maelstrom is all about summarizing and taking bulk actions on things that are in your inbox. Um, so that kind of led me after I was playing with both for a couple months to drop Maelstrom, um, and I've been pretty happy with Sanebox. The one thing that does happen is that Sane later. Mm-hmm. is you can almost think of it as like a little ancillary inbox. Yeah. It's just that the things that are in there tend to be things that aren't actionable. Right. Well, not actionable, meaning you, you either have to like read them or throw them away or archive them or um, just they're not ready for action yet. Usually they're things that if you're going through kind of processing the inbox kind of in GTD fashion fashion, when you get Mm -hmm. to that point where you look at the item and you say, is there an action that I need to take about this email? Mm -hmm. Usually what ends up insane later are the things where that answer is no. So often you would either throw it out or you'd keep it as reference material Mm -hmm. or like stick it in the archive. Um, 
so I usually find that um, once I've trained it, there's not too much that ends up insane later that is actionable. Um, yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, but I do think that's what led me to decide to stay with Maelstrom's. Um, so when we were doing the big email, you know, purge, um, and you told me about Maelstrom, I was excited because I could see, oh, I could get rid of thousands of emails pretty quickly um, using this tool. But I like seeing box two, and I already had it, and I was paying for it. So I thought, I'll just, you know, leave them, leave it in place for now. But um, what I, I was getting bugged by the notion that saying later was just piling up and would never get sorted through in any meaningful fashion. Um, because, uh, so I turned off saying box just to, as an experiment to see what if I wasn't, wasn't using same box. So I still had my subscription going, but I turned it off and, uh, on September 20th. So it's been a month and, um, and what I have in there, and of course, this has been accumulated over, you know, the amount of, uh, since I first got SaneBox, which is like two years ago, I have like 4,000 something emails in Sane Later. Uh, I was, I was visiting with my friend, David Sparks, you know, who's the one who introduced me to SaneBox. And he, I said to him, I'm starting to call that Sane Never. Um, because <laughs> it, the later, later when, you know, is it, when is this ever going to bubble up as a priority to deal with all of this stuff? And I also found it kind of, um, awkward to the fact is you could go into sane box on, you know, web interface and see the list of emails that are there, but you can't read them from there. So you'd have to go back to your mailbox to look at them Anyway, and I really, really love the fact that in Maelstrom, if there's an email that I'm questioning whether I should delete, I can, I can just look at it on the fly in Maelstrom without going back to the mail program itself. Yeah, and the other thing was that I thought, well, you know, there's a lot of things on this list I would like to unsubscribe to, you know, and say, but since they're going into sane later and not really causing me any like immediate pain, I wasn't really dealing with them. But once I started um, really getting into, like I don't want stuff coming into my inbox unless I really, really specifically want it, then you know, it was just easier to have them come into Maelstrom and either use the Maelstrom unsubscribe function or myself in my inbox, I see, aha, you know, dumb email I never read, I'm unsubscribing from you, boom. And uh, and then, of course, it, it, as in SaneBox, for those things that you can't really unsubscribe from, because they either don't give you a, mm -hmm. a link or you don't trust them to actually unsubscribe you, there's the block fun function, which in SaneBox is called Sane Black Hole. And I like the name Sane Black Hole. I miss that the most. <laughs> gotcha. And they do work well. The yeah, there's a difference in philosophy in philosophy between Maelstrom and Sanebox. The Sanebox folks um, 
are very adamant that they only ever read the metadata of your emails and they never, ever have mm-hmm. access to your content. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas the Maelstrom folks um, have access to all the content of your emails, um, which is why they can present the content in their web interface. Mm-hmm. So it also depends on how comfortable you are with, with that. But um, right. um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't experienced anything that would lead me to mistrust either of them, either no. service. But really, it's less about whether they <laughs> do something malicious as opposed to they get hacked. Right. If right. Somebody so if somebody it. hacks Maelstrom, then potentially they could access all of the contents of your email as well as the metadata. Whereas mm-hmm. if somebody hacked SaneBox, presumably they'd only be able to access the metadata. So SaneBox doesn't have your um, mailbox credentials? So in both cases... It depends on the email service that you're using. Mm-hmm. So for iCloud, in both cases, Apple does not have OAuth, but mm-hmm. you can go into um, the appleid.apple.com and you generate an app-specific password for each service. So they have credentials that are specific just to getting your mail messages from Apple from a particular service. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't have the password that you generally use. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I also had to do s- the same thing for my uh, business email, which is a fast mail account. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Um, but then if you, you have Gmail or uh, probably Outlook or Yahoo, then they can just use OAuth mm-hmm. to authenticate in. Right. So, um, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, the, these two could be used in tandem the way both of us did, or at least, you know, way not, mm-hmm. not so much together, but if you do have a massive backlog of inbox, you know, unopened email, <laughs> unread email in your inbox, and you would feel better if you could cut it down to a manageable size relatively quickly with uh, a tool that also gave you a little progress bar and little, you know, icons to Mm -hmm. show you how well you're doing, cutting down your size of your inbox, then starting out with Maelstrom is not a bad idea. Uh, I think in both of our cases, I don't think we would have been so easily successful at getting to inbox zero if we hadn't used Maelstrom. Well, I think the other thing for me was that um, in getting started is that SaneBox will process the last five or the most recent 5,000 emails in your inbox. (laughs) And I had like 116,000. And so I really wanted to whittle that down before even trying SaneBox because it's just going – SaneBox, if you have that many, will just take the rest of them and put it in something called Sane Archive. And I really wanted to kind of go through and process them manually, which is why I did Maelstrom first. Um, And then once I got it down to about 5,000, then I turned on um, SaneBox. Um, The other limitation with Maelstrom is that it only works on your inbox. Now, I could certainly imagine like being in tandem if they let me use Maelstrom on another 
mailbox in my <laughs> account, like maybe sane later, later. <laughs> then I then I, that would solve both problems, right? right. Where I wouldn't see these. I, I would my inbox would be relatively empty with only things I had trained to go there, but then I would be able to kind of hack my way through um, using Maelstrom the stuff that had accumulated insane later that probably is not as important because I've trained it not to show up in my inbox. Mm-hmm. I was also considering doing something um, possibly from my Fastmail account, setting up another email account mm-hmm. with the express purpose of just putting everything from sane later into that account's inbox yeah and then processing it with <laughs> maelstrom yeah. which is like what it makes your head <laughs> hurt to think it, about it well especially you know it's it's easier to convince yourself that you don't need to do that <laughs> you either need to get rid of you know that well i love it's the not f- worth it's not worth that well, I don't know how hard it would be in the end, but it sounds fiddly. Well, I love the functionality of of being able to do these bulk actions and, and having mm-hmm. things bucketized in Maelstrom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the fact that if I start putting things back into my inbox to process them within Maelstrom, then now I'm training SaneBox that I want <laughs> all of these things in my inbox and not insane later. So. Um. Insane later. uh, Yes, suddenly it's insane later. (laughs) Insane now, insane later. Uh, Your choice. But uh, yeah, I think that um, that's an interesting interesting thing to try if, if you had extra time on your hands. What about, so when you say Maelstrom only works on your inbox, so that's true of SaneBox as well. It it's only works on your incoming email. It doesn't look at any of your other boxes. Right, but its job in essence is to is to take things that are coming in and put them somewhere else. Right. Whereas Maelstrom's job is more to take what's coming in and group it together group for it. you to mm-hmm. do something with. I mean, you can set up standing rules where if they in maelstrom where if things come in from certain uh, uh, certain addresses mm-hmm. you can automatically route them other places um but i would find maelstrom much more useful if i could point it at any mailbox that i have yeah and have it group things and let me take bulk actions yeah well i agree that that would be a great new feature uh, mm-hmm. for them to add um, well, I suppose the other thing we should do is talk about the cost because neither of these tools are free. And that is true. That may be the, I don't know if that's a deciding factor though. Um, so for Maelstrom, if you, there's a free trial, but that will only do a snapshot of 5,000 emails in your inbox. If you really want to use Maelstrom to get going on a bigger inbox, you need to subscribe, you know, for a month at least and use either the basic um the basic plan which has um 
you can have up to three email accounts and you can, um, you know, load up to a hundred thousand email in, inbox emails. And the basic plan is $7 a month or $60 a year. Um, if you, you know, subscribe for the year. So it's not one of the cheaper subscriptions that I have for software, but because it's so basic to getting things done for me now, I think it's $7 well spent. Um, there are more expensive pro, uh, packages that include more email accounts and even more thousands and thousands of emails that it will load. Um, but I, I think you had to start with the bigger account just to get your first uh, pass through your emails because you were above a hundred thousand. If that's if I'm not mistaken, I uh, did. But then actually, Maelstrom had difficulty accessing my business mail account, mm. which at the time was on GoDaddy. Oh. And so, in the end, by the time I moved from GoDaddy to FastMail specifically mm-hmm. so it would work with Maelstrom. Mm-hmm. Um, my account was under a thousand, like I had gone through my iCloud account. So I switched from the, that I think it was a nine ninety nine a month yeah. plan to six ninety nine a month. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's what I stayed with. I didn't do yearly pricing because I was still thinking right. I would probably cancel, which I ended up doing um, after a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then Sanebox, um, so they have a new appetizer plan, oh. uh, which is $24 a year for one email account. And you essentially get the, the basics, which is Sane later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you anything, if you do have more than 5,000 emails in your inbox when you start, they'll put those in something called Sane Archive, where they mm-hmm. just put it there and leave it there. And you also, you can turn on a feature where if you send somebody an email, they will keep a, kind of a running list of emails you've sent that people have not gotten back to you about. Oh, right. They call it saying no replies. So you can look in there, and if somebody hasn't gotten back to you, you can kind of ping them again. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cheapest is this $24 a year. I have two email accounts so i needed the middle tier mm-hmm. which is uh called lunch yeah and monthly it's $12 a month but per year it's $99 a year um uh. and i've mentioned like we've talked about kind of this sane later where it moves things out of your inbox but sane box actually has like lots and lots of features. You can mm-hmm. like snooze an email and have it kind of be out of the way and then show back in your inbox after a period of time. Um, in addition to Sane Later, you can set something called Sane News, which is a separate email, uh, separate spot where it'll put kind of periodic newsletter emails. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the black hole. <laughs> It right. also has a spam filter where it will second guess your mail client and say, hey, your mail client said this was junk mail or spam, mm-hmm. but I don't think it is. And it'll put it in 
sane, not spam. And honestly, it's caught a couple of things over the months that it's like, yeah, that's not spam. Um, And then you can mark it as not spam and kind of help train your mail client. So I think in both cases, we've talked about uh, the kind of the main superpower of each service. Um, But definitely SaneBox has a lot of different... They're even providing a little bit of bulk action functionality um, on their website. Um, However, it's nowhere near as... uh, Like they're bucketizing. They don't have anything like the bucketizing that Maelstrom has. Um, And I think you're fairly limited in the the exact actions you can take. Um, but um, it's definitely a rich experience, Sanebox. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, to, to follow up, you know, Maelstrom also has some of these uh, bells and whistles. Um, they, they have, they don't have the no reply. And I think that's a really good one. Um, if that's a problem for you. Um, they do have like a, a chill button, which will email your, you, you know, so you, you select a message and, and click chill and it will return that message to your inbox on a date you choose. So, um, it's like sort of the opposite right. of archiving. <laughs> it's, and it's kind of, it's kind of in same box they call they have a similar feature called Sane Snooze, uh-huh. but it's essentially uh, like using the service as a uh, uh, tickler file, right? Right, where you're saying, "Remind me about this in the future." Um, yeah, and I would say that um, I've been happy with the functionality of both services. Yes. Yeah, I agree, and I think it's it's. Uh it's good to try them both if you don't, you know, one or the other doesn't speak to you for sure uh, because they are different beasts um, and they, they definitely appeal to different um, personalities when it comes to dealing with stuff. And I have read, you know, people say, well, you know, Sandbox does some thinking for you and, you know, decides on Mm -hmm. some stuff versus Maelstrom puts everything out there for you and lets you have the power to, to deal with it as you wish. And so, I mean, I don't think I'm a control freak, um, but if you were somebody who really didn't trust um, algorithmic filtering and you were worried about missing important messages, then I would say Maelstrom might be for you, but honestly, I do think Samebox does a really, really good job of what they do. And you know, for the few years I used it, it definitely made my email box less um, depressing. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, and definitely Maelstrom's philosophy is um, you set up everything, right? Like because mm-hmm. you can set up rules um, based on example in Maelstrom, um, that once you do a bulk move, you can choose to always have that bulk move happen. Um, but sometimes I find 
filing things without them going like being able to see them in my inbox. I never see the thing because um, I never look in that other folder. Whereas SaneBox is definitely trying to be more automatic. They'll take the actions that you take in your mail client, like dragging something out of your inbox into Sane later. They'll mm-hmm. notice that and say, oh, it looks like we should do this all the time for this person. Now, they'll also send you a notice every week that you've you've trained it to do certain things. And you can say, oh, I didn't mean to. And you can undo those trainings. Mm-hmm. So I think they give you a, a fair level of control in terms of uh, deciding and getting your system set up. Um, yes. The last thing I did want to bring up is that um, – because when we had talked about this last time, a couple of people online said, "Does like I don't trust having any third party have access to even my email metadata or my email mm-hmm. account. Um, and that is, you know, again, a concern that is certainly valid. Both of us clearly have taken that risk. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I just wanted to point that out for folks that you know obviously if you're not comfortable doing that, um, then then definitely I would stay away from those services. Um, but right. it depends on your own comfort level. And I was also very surprised that none of the third party Mac email clients do any sort of that I could find do like bucketization. Because you'd figure that would be like a really – that would avoid the problem of having kind of a third-party service have access to your email. Right. Um, And I thought that would be maybe a killer feature for a third-party mail app. Yeah. But I don't want it bad enough to write that myself. I was going to say, there's a reason why you and I are not in the email software business. (laughs) We we have seen the struggles, um, and you know we know this 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 area um, of technology is hard. I mean, or at least it it has so many edge cases. <laughs> yes, email is a tough client to write. Well, I think we have uh, covered the topic as much as we can for this episode. Um, do you have anything else, Jean? No, I don't. I think that we have um, finally done the email episode, the Maelstrom. I don't call it Maelstrom versus Sanebox because it's not a competition. One is good at one thing and Mm -hmm. one is good at another. Well, in that case, it's time to wrap up this episode so we can get back to getting things done. We would love to hear from you about any experiences you've had um, with either service, Maelstrom or Sanebox. Um, you can find us and contact us on the internet um, on micro.blog. We're at the Weekly Review and on Twitter at Weekly Review FM. So please uh, definitely give us any any feedback that you have. Now you can find us in general on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. And of course, it would also be great if you'd rate or review our podcast. It does help new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners. And we always love getting your feedback. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of 
organizational fun. There's a lot of things.